Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So... What makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about now. She's taking care of her voice, so you know that she's not going to shout now. No Fun the Jen Kirkman podcast season 11 episode 39. So, um, you know, on this pod, I don't usually talk about like current political events or celeb gossip. I, I, I dip into celebrity gossip. I've gotten some reviews on the iTunes. They're like, why, why is she talking about me? But um, if you're just listening to the free version of the show, which you are possibly doing on your favorite podcast app. Um, you get the first 10 to 20 minutes of the show, but the full hour, sometimes hour and a half of No Fun is available on my Patreon. Click the link in the show notes to get it. But uh, I don't normally do celebrity talk on there. Anywho, my point is, but over the years, there's been a few celebrity stories that I revisit. As you know, I was kind of hooked on Jane Lowe and Ben Affleck for a while when they were getting back together and got married. Not that I'm not interested in them anymore. I just don't have any current news. But Jada and Will Smith has always been of interest to me. Because I was interested in... Excuse me. I'm like <clears throat> a little phlegmy this morning. I should edit that out, but I'm not gonna. But I've always been interested in, you know, their open marriage... And she was like sleeping with her son's friend that that she was supposed to be mentoring because he had substance abuse problems. I mean, that was a weird one. I'm all I'm all for an open marriage, but that one's a little too open. You know what I mean? Go go find someone else to date on the side. You know, you go with your son's friend that you're mentoring. What the hell's going on there? Anyway, 
And then, of course, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock in order to defend Jada, I, I thought something was off about that. I really, really, I mean, I know we all did, but I thought, forget the whole debate about, you know, if you were married to him, would you want him to defend you? And did he think he had to do that because she was mad and he was like, listen, I knew there was more to the story because remember how everybody said, okay, at first, Will laughed at the joke and then he saw Jada's side eye and he knew, oh, she doesn't like this. I'm going to have to go defend her. Now, on paper, I guess that makes sense if you are the husband of someone. But again, it doesn't. Because if you are the husband of someone and your relationship is going well and you just laughed at a joke and you look and your wife doesn't like it, you're at the Oscars. You're on camera. You might put your arm around your wife. Like in that split second, let's just say that the narrative is true, that he laughed because he genuinely thought it was funny and thought it was no big deal. Uh-oh, Jada doesn't seem pleased. Shit, I got to reroute. I get that. So that's where, if you're in an otherwise happy marriage, you put your arm around her and you whisper to her, I'm sorry, I just laughed. I was trying to, I was trying to just look like unbothered, but I, I see that you're upset and, and I, that was a shitty joke and I love you, honey. And, you know, something like that. Just have a little private moment. They're going to catch you on camera anyway because they are they were on him because they were getting Jada's reaction shot because Chris made a joke about Jada. So, and and he's at the Oscars that night because he's nominated and he, he probably knows he's going to win or has a really good chance of it. So even then it could be like, well, maybe in my acceptance speech, I can just say, hey, you know, because the movie that he was winning for was about, um, right, when he was playing uh, Serena Williams, the Williams sister's father, big family movie. He could have gotten up there and been like, family this, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know, Chris made a joke about my wife. Not that cool, Chris, but you know what? Tonight, but, oh, you know, he could have been like, but you know what? You're on stage making jokes. I'm up here collecting an Oscar. Like he could have done <clears throat> a little like prideful smackdown of a verbal nature, but he literally lost control in that moment. And so no, nobody in a good marriage loses control in the moment in order to defend their wife. See, the thing is like everyone's acting like, well, he must, they, they are married. So he defended his wife. And it's like, there's many ways to defend or console your wife. And I would say you could list about 99 of them before you get to, I have to get up and slap this man on camera at the Oscars. Like literally, that is a career ruiner. That is assault. He could have gotten arrested. If you just did that, just some idiot off the street came in and did that, they would have been arrested because that is literally a crime. And you had it on tape. So it's not like you can call the police and go, hey, I was walking down the street and this guy hit me. They're not going to come looking for the guy. Maybe if someone had a gun, I don't know, and they killed someone, sure, they're going to look for him. But if if it's on tape, you slap some, that's assault. I mean, it's assault even if it isn't on tape, but you get what I'm saying. At the very least, let's just say, okay, they're not going to arrest him. It's like they could have 
escorted him out of the building. They could have not given him the Oscar that night, told him you're going to win, uh, but you can't get up there in light of what just happened. We're going to skip this category. I mean, anything could have happened. But in that moment, he's not thinking even 10 minutes into the future. He's not even thinking 10, 10 seconds into the future. That was a primal reaction. And that's what I kept saying is something is going on. This is some kind of trauma response. This is not a primal reaction of, I love my wife. I'll defend her at any cost. Because if it were, he would have acted like this other times. And I know there was one video of him kind of like getting in the face of a paparazzi, but there there would have been examples of that. And if he was like truly violent, like all the time to everybody, there'd be reports of him doing this on set or whatever. This was a moment that was a culmination of moments. And I couldn't figure it out. And I remember saying on this podcast, and you can go back to one of the bonus episodes from 2022 that everybody, no matter what level you're on, you have access to now. It's one of the quickie bonuses. I know I said something. I think I may have said she might be a narcissist or she might. Something is like pathological with her. Something not right about her. And I don't want to be like blaming the woman. I tried to see both sides of everything. But sometimes... You know, sometimes, guys, women are to blame for things. But this isn't, if you don't know me, this isn't a knee-jerk reaction to women. This is, I know a narcissist when I see one, or I know something is off when something is off. And so the other part of me, I don't normally talk about celebrity gossip on this show because, I don't know, it doesn't interest me that much. I don't keep up with celebrities um, in general. It's not like a hobby of mine the way I might keep up with like the latest in home decor. But if something interests me, you know, I've got my like top five people that I might have opinions on and I don't think anything's wrong with that. But I do recognize it's a little weird. I always feel bad because I always think, well, these are real people. And I know that seems odd coming from someone that was on Chelsea lately, but I felt bad then too that I just... Like, these are real people. And whether they're narcissists or victims of narcissists or whatever, you know, well, narcissists don't experience pain, but but everyone else experiences pain. But at the same time, uh, I don't mean they deserve it, but they are putting this out there in the public eye to be discussed, uh, or maybe not to be discussed, but they're putting it out there like, I'm not a believer in, hey, you're famous, so we're going to go through your dirty laundry. And if something is accidentally exposed, like, fuck you, you're famous. So you signed up for it. It's like, no, you didn't sign up for that. You signed up to act or to sing or to dance and you got really popular and then you became famous. And now people want to, you know, hack your phone and and uh, reveal your pictures in it. Like that's, I don't go, oh, you're famous. That's going to happen. But if you like Jada did, write a memoir where you say, Will and I have been separated for seven years and everyone goes, what? And you go talk about it. And then she's got that Red Table Talk podcast, the video podcast where she airs all her family's dirty laundry. I mean, I'm going to say it's fair game that I get to step in with my opinion. But here's the thing. I do recognize, I do actually feel for Will Smith. I, I, I may not like that he chose violence with Chris Rock. I may not I'm sure there's stuff about him I wouldn't like, but 
I, I feel for him. I see this wounded little boy in him. And I've always said that. And so, uh, but sometimes we do need to talk in terms of celebrity gossip, because I think we all in real life, whatever celebrity gossip story we're talking about, whether it's an affair or someone's married to a narcissist, we know people in real life like this, and we can't be talking about them on our podcasts. So we talk about the celebrities. We're like, you know, it, help, it, it helps us understand and relate to the people that we know in real life. And we're like, oh my God, this is an example. This is just like these two weirdos, you know. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I went to TikTok, which again, guys, don't, it's not just dance competitions on TikTok. You got people who are experts in all kinds of mental health areas that use TikTok to educate, inform, sell their books, whatever. I love a good TikTok search when I am looking for mental health information or somebody's take, some, some mental health professionals take on something in pop culture. I will watch any psychiatrist break down episodes of Love is Blind and the people on it. I'm telling you, oh, it is just my favorite thing. So I did a search of, because I was like, okay, I think Jada is officially a narcissist. So I did a search of Jada, narcissist, and everything was popping off on TikTok. And so I learned some things. So I'm going to compile for you right now what I learned. <clears throat> and I happen to agree with it. You know, who can say what's definitive, but I think this all makes sense. So there are four kinds of narcissists. I know one of them is malignant. I don't remember the other two, but covert is Jada Pinkett Smith. So she basically, her supply, her narcissistic supply is Will Smith. And <clears throat> they've been together for over 20-something years. And she, a, a covert narcissist will kind of play, a lot of times they'll play helpless, like they don't know how to do things and they really need you. That may not be her, but they'll do this like, like this nobility. And so she's like, I made a promise when we got married that we'd never divorce. And it's like, mm, yeah, but that's, that's just not realistic. I mean, d d marriage is a contract and divorce is a procedure that gets you out of that contract. So as long as divorce exists, this notion that you made a promise and you can't get divorced is really fucked up in my opinion because 
I don't, I don't know how to articulate what I'm saying, but if you do not love someone and do not want to be married to them anymore, um, you should divorce them. Is it's, it's that simple. I understand that people stay together for all kinds of reasons. <clears throat> you know, let's say that like they're like a political power couple or something like that. But I've always found it interesting because they're not really a power couple because what is she bringing to the table? Like she's got a video podcast. You know what I mean? She's not like some acclaimed actress right now. She's not um, like a self-help guru, you know. She's not Brene Brown. She's not Oprah. She's she's just, I, I mean, I don't know what she is. And, and so I don't see them as like a power couple. I see her as famous because she married Will Smith. And I don't think she's bringing hundreds of millions of dollars to the table the way he is. So I think she needs him to validate her whatever her career is. And um, even though she would probably get half of his earnings in the divorce, I think there's something more pathological to her staying. If, in fact, we are to believe that she is the one that is like, we are not divorcing. I He might be as well, but I think his is from, he is trauma bonded to her and he is a victim perspective. So, do I believe that they live separate lives? Uh, 100%. 100%. And that's always been the rumor and they've had an open relationship and this and that. And look, when you live as large as they do, you can live in the same uh, mansion or beyond mansion, like property, and probably never have to run into each other. And, and you can live totally separate lives. I believe that. But what the question was, was, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You write this memoir. And you say that you and Will have been separated for seven years, which would be fine if we hadn't heard from you two in seven years. But excuse me, two years ago, there was a giant incident or a year and a half ago where Will Smith got like his academy, was he got something taken away, like his membership in the academy or something? something. But I mean, obviously, it was a huge scandal and very embarrassing for him. And he went to anger management for months. And and anyway, where you were there as a married couple, your last name is Smith still. And the whole framing of what Will did was because he's he's defending his wife and I'm all about family. And she was like, yes, Will's going to take some time and go to anger management. And we're going to talk about it on Red Table Talk and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you didn't say anything then, like, well, Will's going through a tough time. We have been separated seven years, but now you're saying it. So that to me was like, I think that's what the weird thing is to everybody is like, it's not our business. If you want to be a celebrity couple and be separated for seven years, yeah, you don't have to tell us, but what was all that a year and a half ago? So according to all the TikTok narcissist experts, Jada is doing something called slip streaming, which is riding his coattails, but this is something that any narcissist can do to their to their supply or their partner. And slipstreaming is a term used in car racing. So when you're um you get right on the tail of the race car in front of you, like touching it. And what you're doing is you're basically allowing yourself to go like just about as fast as the car in front of you, but because you're right behind them touching their bumper, you're they're breaking all of the wind, which is slowing them down, and you're not getting any wind. So you're able 
to go as fast as them without the challenge of the wind hitting you. So you can, after you've been on their tail for a while, find the perfect moment where there won't be much wind resistance and move your car out from behind them and slip to the side and go in front of them. Surpass them. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So in the terms of narcissism and personalities, that's what she's doing. She's waiting, always waiting for the perfect moment where she can come out ahead of him. So basically, what Jada was doing with the, oh, no, well, we're married, but we're separated and we live separate lives, but we're married. That's called narcissist equivocation. So basically, when you're a covert narcissist and you need the person because you need them to do things for you and you need them to take care of you and you just need that constant supply. You really don't want to be out there on your own getting new supply after new supply. You need that steady supply from your, your spouse. They do this equivocation because they always want to look best. So it really worked for Jada when he was about to win an Oscar and they're at the Oscars and then there's this scandal. And even though that's bad, she can come out ahead and be like, this is about family and we're taking time. So that's why she's like then, even though they were separated, is like, we're married. I mean, I get to go to the Oscars. He's he's my husband, the Oscar winner. Like, we're married. And then now that like he's fallen out of favor, things aren't going that well. Now she can say the truth. Oh, we're separated. Oh, we've been separated the whole time, which is true. But it was a truth she wasn't willing to admit before when it didn't serve her. Now it serves her. And now with him, why is he staying with her? even though they're separated, I mean, who knows? They're saying all different kinds of things. She says, I made a promise. But in general, what happened with the slap to Chris Rock is she is always making Will feel like he isn't enough, doesn't do enough. His wife is never happy. And so he's thinking, wait a minute, because he comes from childhood trauma and whatever, you don't have to have big T trauma, but whatever insecurities you have from childhood, you're going I can't make this person happy. I can't make this person happy. Everyone else loves me. Everyone else. I have all these friends. I'm famous. I'm winning awards. You hyper-focus on the person that is telling you you're not enough because secretly you believe you're not enough. And so you must please that person because if you can get one second of their approval, you will finally feel good enough for that one second until they're devaluing you again. And so he is a very driven person, obviously. He never wants to fail. He never wants to disappoint her. He wants to succeed, but that will burn you the fuck out. And so he is trying to get so much love 
from her, a woman who is never pleased. And so that's why he blew up at Chris Rock, because they were sitting there as a separated couple. He had been emasculated by her in the past by her being like, I'm dating this guy. I'm still in love with Tupac, all this kind of stuff. And in that moment, he could be a hero. Now, in that moment, he throws everything away because he's reacting on a primal urge to be loved and to be enough. So in that moment, he freaks out. It has nothing to do with defending his wife because he's the kind of husband who wants to defend her. It has to do with, oh my God, please love me. And so in that moment, because his obsession, his one obsession in the world is getting Jada's love, he will risk everything. He will not think in that moment. He is not thinking about his career. He is not thinking about his future. He is not thinking about his reputation. He is not thinking about Chris Rock. He is not thinking about what this means for society and violence, like nothing. He might get arrested. Nothing. It's just, and, and I don't know if it worked, but it seems like in that moment, she was like, you know, I don't know. I don't think it quite worked. It's like, she didn't say like, that's, I love it that he did that. Like she played both sides Again, the narcissist equivocation because she wasn't sure what society was going to say yet. So it was like, I love him. We're married. We're family. But I told him he needs to take some time. Anger management. She doesn't pick a side. And now that she sees the result, now it's her turn to come out in front and say, oh, we've been separated the whole time. So that's why all of that happened. And they're still married because he has trauma bonded to her. And at this point, he's just too far gone to ever leave because he gets something out of the fact that she devalues him, keeps breadcrumbing him. He's addicted to this one second at a time every few years of her approval of him, which is quickly, quickly discarded. So there you go. Thank you, TikTok experts. I'm always learning. All right. For the rest of the episode, patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. Click the link in the show notes. Get a seven-day free trial. And if not, that's okay. Until next week, have fun. 